Hey there. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Welcome to the 15-Minute Rev. I'm Dr. Missy Hood. I hope everybody's having a great Valentine's Day. Been running like a chicken with my head cut off all morning, trying to get animals taken care of. Get Valentine's And by Duchess and gave out Valentine's to my peeps over there. Always taking care of my coffee maker. Have to have your coffee. You have to have you have to appreciate good coffee makers too. If you ever known, if you ever tried Dutch Brothers, you need to go check them out. They're great brand of coffee. They make great drinks. Really great Golden Eagle. Giving them a free plug today. Hope you're having a great Valentine's Day. I'm Dr. Missy. Um, hope you've had a great week so far. We move into the week. Um, you know what's interesting today? I'm I'm really I want to encourage you before I get into the message today, because turn this off too. Um, I want to encourage you though, because as the warfare is ramping up around you, you're probably feeling it, probably starting to sense it. Are you feeling these things? And I know a lot of you are already just like, I can't do anymore. I just can't do this anymore. I'm just so tired of all this. I'm burned out. How much longer, God? How much? What? What are we gonna have to go to? So it always gets the heaviest right before the breakthrough okay and and you you know you're close to breakthrough when you feel like you're not that's what the indicator is for a lot of us so, so i want to really encourage you um because the lord's word really is coming to pass that god has moved he's moving people out of the way mouth gates of hell that have been harassing in past seasons praying witchcraft prayers in past seasons um god's moving them out of the way and they're losing, they're all losing power. And it's sad for them, great for us, because I wish that they were with us, but they didn't obey. And that's pretty much what the message is going to be dealing with today. It's talking about um, any under judgment, um, a new way, no more hypocrisy. Um, but many are under judgment for the, who didn't obey in past seasons. And so I've never sensed this, I don't sense this very often in my spirit. But I do sense in my spirit that this is a very, very serious, serious season that a lot of people are just looking at like, eh. and the Bible talked about many would still be getting, it's still partying, acting like God. You know, it's just fine. They can still do what they've done in past. There'd be no ramifications. <sighs> and now here we are in the season. God has moved on to the spirit which is what God has been spending the last three years. this podcast. So um, I, I believe that's why we get so much backlash because of the religious spirits. I had, I had a really great conversation last night with a good friend of mine who's also on our board. And um, we're talking about, you know, when you're honest, you tell people they don't like, they don't like truth. They want to go run away from the truth as though that's going to change. We can run all day long, we can run away from truth, we can run away from hard things, but it's not going to change the outcome, right? Like getting a speeding ticket. You can pay now or you can pay later. Either way, you're going to pay. And so, hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's good to see you on Facebook. Good to see you on YouTube. It's good to see everybody right now. Um, but, you know, it, it's interesting to me how the mind works and how psychologically people act when they're faced with hard things and they're faced with having to look at themselves and look at their own negligence or their own disobedience. So this is what this rev's going to get into today. Happy Valentine's Day, by the by the way, it's the day of love. It's God's day. Hope you're spending it in a special way, doing something special for yourself. If not, to eat a piece of chocolate, go take yourself to dinner, do something special for yourself today. If you're by yourself, if you're single, who cares? Doesn't mean you're you're left out. Doesn't mean you're unloved. That <laughs> sounded so bad. Who cares? I'm single. <laughs> who cares? My point is, it's do something for yourself to make yourself feel special. You are not alone. You are not alone. And so, you know, I believe that God's getting singles into a place now, too, where we're learning how to let God be our all in all. But that's another topic for another day. Back on topic. Happy Valentine's Day. What's going on in the spirit? It's time for a heart check. Time for a heart check. And God is, is trying his darndest to get the body of Christ to listen to him. He's really trying, and I really was encouraged um, because 
we were talking last night in my conversation with my friend about so many leaders were on Flashpoint um, discussing the condition of the church. Big leaders. Big leaders. Big leaders. I won't say their name on here, but, but influential leaders who really, really are operating love. They're trying to, I, I'm, I'm really grateful to see this. Actually, I'm so grateful um, because I feel like, and at the, at the beginning, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I got a lot of flack when I started this podcast because a lot of leaders were looking at me before they started taking it seriously, before the word started coming to pass that they were, they were mocking me saying, yeah, yeah, right. You're going to change the whole body. No, that's not what God told me. I'll get into that here in a second. But it's funny when you're saying things people want to hear. And oh, how they love you when you're saying what they want to hear prophetically. But when you are prophetically speaking warnings and the truth, they run. Getting into the word now. It's a hard word today. Brace yourself. Oh, and on Valentine's Day, it's a day of love. Love will get tough on you sometimes. I'm not saying I want to prep you too. I know a lot of people, they come on this and like, dang, she's hard on the body. No, I'm not trying to be. I'm an 11 o'clock hour prophet. What does it mean to be an 11 o'clock hour prophet? I was born in the 11th month. The, the farther you're born into the clock, the more blunt your personality birthed into. If you're born in the 12 o'clock hour, now those of you 12 o'clock babies, y'all are very blunt. Like you are like razor sharp blunt as prophets. And so if you run across their paths, you think I'm blunt. You haven't seen nothing. You haven't seen nothing for December babies. December babies, whoo, they're blunt. But they love you, love you, love you. They do love you. They love you intensely. They're like rough, tough cream puffs. But you've got you've to do things the right way. You've got to do things the right way. And that's, in, that's the hour we're living in right now. God is trying to get the attention of the flock. He sent you through January, the months of mercy into through march and then through april through and that's where things started shifting april through june things kind of start firing up a little bit in april and through june and you start seeing those personality types start standing up they're more administrative i think they the mercy they're balanced mercy balanced truth i'd like to say we all are but as opposed to january through march and that's just mercy mercy and as the clock starts ticking, you start seeing the truth start winding up on personality types. That's all the characteristics of God. Those are all the characteristics of God and what you were born into. God created it all. But he's laid his super on your natural now. You've got the Maseroth on you. You've got his heart on you with the 12 tribes of Israel. He's trying to redeem you and change you more into love. Are you listening? Are you listening? And so it's, it's important in this hour where the truth comes in and when truth comes across your path that you're listening it's important that we listen and not just treat it like any other hour because this is like no other time in history that any of us have ever experienced walk through and so it's an hour of obedience it's an hour of god giving specifics and how he wants things done he's rebuilding vessels he's building his heart He's trying to get us back to the basics of love, if we'll listen. And he's doing it very strategically in how he's building and rebuilding so that we can have a firm foundation. Okay. So right now, if you know anything about the body, I've been saying it for the last five years, the body's in a mega, a mega quagmire with so many stuck in the lower parts of the spirit running from God's spirit of truth as his spirit of truth draws nigh without realizing that judgment's right behind it. Truth and judgment go hand in hand. You understand that, right? When truth walks in the room, the more closely or the closer truth draws near us, judgment's right behind it because truth is the inspection eye of God. It's the inspector that comes in to see if you're lying. Are you aligned? And if you're not, he has no other choice but to judge because he has to Make sure you're aligned with him if you're going to draw near him in love. You can't come near a holy God any old way you please. So this is what's getting a lot of people, a lot of leaders in a lot of trouble right now, where a lot of people have had judgment stamped on their forehead. God's preparing a lot of people to be removed. Which is really concerning to me. That's why I'm concerned in this hour and taking things very, very seriously. Because I've never sensed this before in my spirit. I've never 
um, had a, a heightened, such a heightened sense of you need to pay attention. You need to pay close attention to what you're doing, uh, to where you're walking, because the closer you walk with love, the narrower the gate. Wide is the gate that leads to death, but narrow is the gate that leads to death. Right? Many are called, few are chosen. Got that? That's just not for a calling. That's actually to come near God. Many are called. He wants you all near him. But not everybody's going to choose to do things God's way. So, truth will always come first before judgment to do hard inspections, ensuring that all hearts aligned, lest God have to resort to judgment. So, we're finally moving forward again. Happened about two days ago. Thank God. Where the enemy started to lose major traction. And how do we know this? Know this. Um, I was listening in the spirit, actually, for one. And I've been sensing it for two. Where the firepower is just not coming at us as strong as it was coming like last year and earlier 2022. <clears throat> in early 2022, it was stressful. 2022 was a hard year. I don't know about what you think about that, but I thought 2022 was a hard year, spiritually and warfare-wise. Um, and at the end of 2022, I believe that's why God told us to rest. He wants us to rest. We're still in rest mode, by the way. Still in the month of double. <clears throat> Pardon me. But in this season, God's unseating many enemies. Let me stress the word enemies. Are you an enemy of God? Or are you a friend of God? Where have you chosen to stand? A lot of people think they're fine. I'm a, I'm a, a lot of people think, oh, I'm a Christian. I've been in church for 40, 50 years. I'm God's friend. I don't think some of you are. Not with some of the witchcraft prayers we've been getting. We see you by the Spirit. We love you, but we see you. I'm just thinking, woo, woo, woo. not in this season. Um, but God's removing the lampstands to where they are now losing power. And we're waiting for the complete to be pulled out of their ignition. We have many leaders who have had their candlesticks pulled and are wondering what happened. What happened? So now they decide what's absolutely calling to me. They decide now, now that, oh, we're going to, we're going to obey you now, Lord, which is a farce because now it's late. Where the word gets hard. Um, because you don't seem to understand. <clears throat> When God said, quit doing this or commanded you to do actions in past seasons and you thought you knew more than God, then the cloud had no other option but to move on as you chose the spirit of pride. And so now this is what God, where the church has gotten into this flesh, this, this such a fleshly mindset where they think they know more than God. And anybody that challenges this truth or their death apparatus of religion, the bad guy, the bad guy. Oh, you're, you're not God. Oh no, I'm not God's because I told you the truth or because I told you too much truth and you don't like what you're hearing. See, it's wise for a heart to me to surround itself with truthful people at all times because my friends <clears throat> are loyal to God first um and i'm loyal to god first above friendship above family above anything i'm loyal to him first he comes first in all things and so when he says something to me and he tells me to do something and he points things out about people and he's saying watch out for this i'm i'm, I'm shaking your tree of that i'm getting rid of that <clears throat> because he sees something i don't see or i haven't been able to see yet but when i have people around me and they start, he usually starts confirming those confirmations to other people, other prophetic voices around to let me know, hey, don't go over there, don't interact with this, moving this person out, kind of a thing. Um, he'll confirm it in twos or more. And it's a good indicator that I'm pretty much aligned, hopefully. And, and he'll show me later. It always happens, always happens. He, he unfolds the truth later as to why. I don't always know the answers beforehand, but I've gotten to this place in my walk with him where I trust him so implicitly. And it's actually interesting to me and sometimes fun when you see how ahead of you God is, if you're listening. If you're obedient and you're listening 
and you're just you just trust him you're like done <clears throat> but i i feel for the people who just surround themselves with yes men or yes women because those people are so afraid of telling you the truth i tell our leadership if i'm off tell me if you disagree tell me because we use each other we're all accountable the board and, I, and then i take advice and i take it to our board and i take it to my mentor we make sure we're alignment with in alignment with god at all times we have a big responsibility to, as to how we lead people but my friends will always tell me my close circle of friends will say eh, that's not god or yep that's god they're not yes men they're loyal to him first that you and it because if not it needs this is how serious season is getting it's how season a series seasons are getting so god is saying the dead apparatus of religion has so many in stagnation to where now they're starting to wake up some of them are starting to wake up and i say praise god to that and so they're desperately trying to find their way out while making sure they're still aligned with god and i have completely That just is um and i'll even tell you if you're not sure you're aligned <clears throat> the safest scripture for you to pray is psalms 37 23 that god would order your footsteps forward to ensure you stay aligned while getting free that's a good way out and that's what god has me do in seasons where i'm not sure of the way he's taking me because all this is new to us it, do you not agree we've never been here before this whole new move thing it challenged my thinking it challenged my heart and i'm thinking oh, that god and seeing some of the information coming out from some of these leaders and some of the things god was showing me i've sat on a lot of information because and i've gotten other leaders mad at me because i haven't shared it they've called me out on their podcast we know you know more i do but i'm waiting for him to give me the permission to release it he has not yet done it the reason he did not do that was because God gave us a strict mandate as to how that information would be released. And that's all contingent upon God's people choosing to do things his way. It's part of the new move. You don't get to come before a holy God into his love around his heart any way you please, especially not with your flesh. <clears throat> so that's an answer to somebody on their podcast. That I would say respectfully. Please don't judge me unless you give me a phone call. It's expecting that love expects the best of people. Not thinking that you're you are entitled to this information because of who you think you are versus who God sees your heart condition. So, and that's what I'm running to in this hour too. I'm going to call a lot of things out today, um, because I'm I'm tired of the hypocrisy. It's a tired part of the title today. I'm sensing that God is tired of the hypocrisy. So, if you know anything about this podcast, you're going to know that we speak in all truth. God is trying. To get you free from you, <clears throat> especially leaders. And there are a lot of good leaders out there. I'm going to stress that first. There are a lot of good leaders. There are a lot of screwed up leaders. A lot of people who are stuck underneath this death apparatus and they, they've got this good old boy or good old girl, whatever that is. And, and I come from a farmer ranch. I, I understand, but there's a difference between religion and having a pure and lovely heart. Religion will screw you up. It's based in the flesh. So God's trying to rid us of that so we can come all the way into resurrection. Okay? This is what's needed for the hour. So change is scary. Unknown change is very scary. Um, especially for those under judgment. And so though the Lord said in this hour, for those under judgment, for you leaders under judgment that are losing firepower, and they're probably not going to listen to this, but this is what the Lord is having me tell you in this hour. You need to be asking him for plan B. Because plan A is definitely off God's table for you. If you're not sure, ask him. He'll realign and show you his mercy. He's not giving you plan A back. He has to, of course, correct you to do it a different thing in this hour. So that if you're choosing to participate, it's not going to be what you thought. But at least you'll be aligned. And that's a good thing. I can feel some hearts watching. I feel like this. <gasps> and that grieves me too. That's none of my business. That's between you and God. 
For those of you still trying to force your will onto gods, thinking that you're going to win, good luck. That's saying good luck. Because, to be perfectly honest, um, unfortunately, and, and I was told this last night by one of my friends, she said, you know, Missy, you're like a John the Bat. He was, he was weird, he was quirky, blah, blah, blah. Here I come in with all these crazy backgrounds, and these people are like, that's not God, that's not stoic. That's not, uh, what do they say? You don't have finesse. No, I'm a scruffy little warrior, and I'm trying to make this these hard words fun as best I can. <laughs> to try to get people to listen so they'll be out of harm's way. Because I love you. But there's a new shift coming. And it's actually already here. And the Lord's saying, if you don't shift, you're going to get caught up in deep darkness. You understand? I know that's not a very pleasant thing to say on Valentine's. But it's important that as the light gets lighter, the darkness will get darker. Do you, are you not seeing this in society? Man, I can feel your hearts right now. Don't be heavy. I'm shooting straight up today. I told you it'd be a tough conversation. But if you're wise, you're going to listen and take it all in stride. God is doing a new thing. He's rebuilding our vessels his way for those who will listen. But as the light gets lighter, the darkness gets darker because the devil learns from us. Do you understand observing us? Yes, witches and Satanists that get on here and they watch these plays and they're learning how to try to stifle us, although they can't. And then we have those people who now are bucking God, their terrors. I call them gates of hell in the body. And they're just, they're taking up space in the church. They've never been with God. They never will be with God. They've only been about themselves. They have their own agenda. They're not about the sheep. They're not about helping the sheep and helping you to get cleaned up. Do you realize in this hour, this is not just about a leader. It's about everybody getting in there and rolling your sleeves up together. I don't know about you. That's how I was raised by with a military mindset that we're all a team. We're doing this together where people draw together in unity. God is there. And he's looking for that. He's looking for diversity and unity. He loves the different cultures that he created. He loves you. He's teaching us how to love each other. I don't care if you've got brown skin. I don't care what your pigment is. If you've got God's heart, you're my brother. You're my I don't care. I'm just trying to find out who you are and if we can and do life together, share Christ together. Diversity's fun. It would be boring if we were all alike. Don't you agree? So then we have those who think they know more than God and they're trying to change God's mind or force their will through sabotage and witchcraft prayers. Remember I told them on Friday they should join a coven which isn't going to do anything but place them under God's judgment. Hey, Alex. Good to see you. And, and you know, what I've found and experienced is that those under judgment or now are in demotion, actually, are now trying to get others involved and they're justify their rebellion further. And, and I want to warn you people. This was a word released by Kent Christmas. I went today, the 14th, two days ago on the 12th. Go check it out on YouTube. On February 12th, he released a word of judgment onto leaders. We have leaders who are so arrogant right now. They think they're going to force God to change his mind. His mind has been made up. He's moving it forward. He's moving his agenda forward. The cloud moved on because God's on a timetable. He's trying to get his people in position. For other leaders who chose to do their own thing and do things according to the flesh in past seasons, you've been moved out of the way so that God can move his plan forward and get his people in a safe position. God is all about family. He's all about getting his family underneath his wing. And when we're, where we've had leaders in past seasons who have been about a one-person show and they were trying to build their own dynasty instead of being focused on getting the needs of the sheep met. Hey, James, good to see you. Hi, Alex. It's really serious. It's very serious. So they've been demoted. They've been, and I'm not trying to keep pressing that message. 
it's just what keeps coming up and God's a, he repeats himself. He repeats himself. And I think it scares a lot of these people who listen because I know they listen to these podcasts. And hello if you are. We love you still. But your rebellion and getting other people involved in your disobedience, um, thinking that two wrongs make a right or two peas in a pod, two birds of a feather flock together, is not only going to get you into deeper kimchi with the Lord, you're going to get your friends judged. So if those of you who are coming up alongside of these leaders know what God has shown you, you know that he has told you they're off, they're not obeying me, They've been demoted. I felt some of your, I felt your spirit. I felt your thoughts. I sense your thoughts. I can't help it. It's my vessels like that. I hear people's thoughts. Um, sometimes I hate that part of my gift, but it's the way that it is. I'm sorry, Lord. Just, it makes my life stressful. So. Um, but you need to quit being a yes man or a yes woman. You need to start standing up in truth in this hour because of the criticalness of the hour truth has come in the room do you understand judgment's right behind it and so they try to you can try to come at the anointing of god in my life that's what they try to do too they try to come at the anointing uh trying to hold back the as though that's the gifts and callings are irrevocable people come on use your brain use your brain quit being a you're just proving who you are so this is the new place I believe that we're finding themselves in. And so the Lord is saying, if you choose to go your own way, then you get what you get and you'll find yourself. So you don't want to be a yes man. But the Lord is looking for people got the guts in this hour. Tell others the truth, no matter what it, the truth and love. And if you can't do that, Lord says, I'm going to have to bring some of you home. And that's when I saw God bring that up in my spirit. Oh, ooh, boy. Very soon. Lord says, the hour's late. The hour's late. And I will have. So if you. And the Lord says, I will bring you. I've only had heard God say this in my life four times. If you're born in the 11 o'clock hour, the later you're born is the time that is more truthful. You're born as God's bringing his presence in. Is God not all truth? Drawing near his people now. So for those born into the time, your walk in the earth will be very, very truthful. For those of you leaders who have been beating yourself up for being truthful, knock it off. Be yourself. yourself. Love yourself through Christ. Be who he called you to be. Because the time is late. And I was born for those who would be late. So were you. You were born. If you were born in the 10, 11, and 12 o'clock hours of the month, you were born with a message for those who would be late in finding God's truth. And when we're late, God's words become very, very blunt. When you had a parent that you disobeyed and they realized that you weren't obeying them, didn't their voice raise a few decimals in the atmosphere around you? Because they loved you. They love you. They didn't want any harm to come to you. This is what God is doing. God is truth prophets stepping into the scene and they're like you need to be doing this you need to knock this off he's telling you exactly what to do in order to come out and through so this is an hour where you're stepping into love's power but for those Balaam's and Jezebel's or the Pharisees stuck underneath dead systems the Lord's saying you get what you get I've warned you consider yourself warned and by the way I want to say this too and I, and I don't want to sound like I'm nagging either. I'm just being honest um, because I don't want to get into negativity, but I feel like I have to be honest. I said this is a truth message. Um, just because I'm a woman uh, doing this doesn't give some of you Joe Super Baptist or Joe Super Religious Pharisees the right to push God around on my life. You don't have the right. 
And by now, chances are you're also seeing that God is not one to be pushed around. He's pushing back. He's pushing back because a lot of you wouldn't do this to a man. God's like, don't you dare do this to do this to my daughters. Don't you dare. I'm no respecter of persons. What I do for one, I do for all. I operate in both masculine and feminine. You know that? And you can use the Bible as an excuse to push your religious or your rebellious narrative as an excuse for your sin. The Lord says your sin will find you out. Ephesians 5.11. Lord says that's why a lot of you are being exposed in this hour. And the Lord says I'm fixing to humiliate you publicly. Colossus 2.15. I'm fixing to set you up in a huge atmosphere for Everybody to see that your rear is hanging out. That's a crass way to say that, but that's what he's saying to me. And especially if you're trying to recruit other servants to do your dirty work, says the Lord. That's a Jezebelian action. That's what Jezebel does. And it just further proves the reason why God had to pull those candlesticks. He's looking for clean vessels. He's looking for pure vessels. Not vindictive, not rebellious. Some of these people are so stuck in the flesh, they, they, they serve the enemy. <clears throat> you can't serve two masters. You either do things love's way or you're, you're hitting the highway in this hour. But this is an hour where you're stepping into love's power. If you choose your flesh and your ways, instead of coming into higher, deeper maturity, you forfeit your future. What we're seeing <clears throat> is many religious vessels trying to shut down the new move out of fear, pride, jealousy. But in doing so, they only cause shutting down what you say. Lord says, I'm holding everybody who lays a hand to my anointing in this hour. Don't forget, when people operate near the, near the heart of God, just because you don't know them and just because they may not look like you. By the way, I don't look like some of you. I don't want to. I just want to be my own person. That's why I created my own little style, <clears throat> which I believe was of God. I just want to be who he made me to be. I want to celebrate who Christ made me to be. And I wasn't born into a spirit. of Very, very blessed by that. He prote he's protected me from that spirit all my life. Um, and and I've, I've always felt very, very led all my life to help bring people out of it, <clears throat> out from underneath it, help them learn to celebrate who Christ made them to be, to celebrate the beauty of who you are. You're beautifully and wonderfully made in his image to celebrate your uniqueness, your quirks, your tics, all your flaws, helping you transform, but to help you into freedom. That's who, my, who I'm called to be. But it's not my job to sabotage anybody or to judge anybody to try to stick my mind or my business in your businesses as far as your walk with God. I'm just called to deliver a message. And whatever you choose to do after that, that's between you and God. I'm just saying what I think he's saying. Which brings us into witchcraft patterns. What's witchcraft up to these days? I've told you a little bit about it before this point. Um, because the above, everything I told you above, was witchcraft's ways of using vessels against the obedient. And that's a pattern. When you see a manifestation of people uh, that are in church or people that are supposed to be gods starting to manifest all around you instead of operating in the spirit, that's a good indicator that witchcraft is very high. Because witchcraft's main objective is to get people in the so that's a good indicator. You always get hit right before a blessing or right after a blessing. So if things are amping up around you, you can kind of tell where you're at within praying in your blessings. You can kind of tell where you're at in God's heart in different seasons by that as well. And so that's a new pattern. But when you don't feel like what, what's happened the last three weeks, by the way, when you don't feel like you can find any truth in the news or in the spirit, chances are macro micro spells have been released in the cosmos to stop truth from coming higher or going forward. So the Lord says in this season, I'm teaching my true intercessors, my, my true saints, how to remove all the demonic blocks through word weapons in the cosmos that have been released through 
codified laws, codified spells, codified magic, codified scripture or Torah that's been used mixing the holy with the unholy, layered, structured, written, spoken, frontwards or backwards because they use and do everything backwards to try to cause our country to go backwards. So he's removing those words out of the atmosphere. And the only words that are going to be allowed to go higher into the third heavens are the words of the true king's decree. That's people seeking after God's own heart. They're, they're aligned with love. And all other words will fall to the ground. Limitations 3, 37 to 38. If God didn't speak it, it'll have to fall to the ground. We command that right now. And so that's the way to stop the spiritual schizophrenia in the atmosphere, which has been holding our nation back and holding us from moving forward into breakthrough out of the old and into the new. <clears throat> and by the way, it's not going to look like you. It's not going to, the new is not going to look like what you thought it would look like. See, we, we don't know what we think we know. I, th I think there are so many people out there that think, Oh, I've, I've, I, I just know I'm just taking this literally. Does anything you pray in ever come out literally like you think it's going to come out? It's usually bigger and better than you could ever imagine because God's a God of happy endings. God is a God of truth. He's a God that does things his own way. God's ways are not our ways. I'm not saying I'm not following the Bible in all truth. I do. I take God at his word, but I give him room to move. And I let it unfold. I let a thing unfold. And I just walk with him in the unfolding process. So I'm not having any expectations except for the fact that I know he's going to move. And I'm just listening for that small, still voice to guide me into that place. Because usually when I get there, it's always bigger and better than I could ever imagine. Always so much bigger and better. Nothing to fear. Nothing to fear there. <laughs> So if you haven't been able to hear the truth or find the truth, the shift started two days ago. We started moving again into higher levels of truth. Hallelujah. The Lord's saying, for those of you trying to stop my true saints words, you cannot stop them with your word weapons. The Lord says, I've already stopped you. And I have more bad news for the disobedient. I'm just bad news today. <laughs> well, good news today, aren't it? Okay, here we go. If you're listening to my broadcast and using these broadcasts as a way to stop frontrunner, God branded you with judgment already. Those of you doing this, Lord says, are heading towards early death. Did I not just say that paragraphs earlier? I don't know how much deeper you want to dig yourself in. And that is a thus saith the Lord, by the way. So happy Valentine's Day. Because sometimes love will get tough on you, your rebellious little self, when you challenge a holy God. And for watching this hour, he's not taking too kindly to. He doesn't take kindly to the gates of hell touching his anointing. He's, he's saying, I'm looking. Do you know what God's looking for in this hour? He's looking for diehard. He really is. That's what he's been telling me now for about three months. He's been telling me this. I'm bringing in diehards. I'm bringing in scruffy little warriors. I'm bringing in people that you would not expect would know me. And guess what I'm going to use them to do? I'm going to use my diehards. I'm going to use my true, warm, loyal, loving, godly saints or children to go out, grab the lost, and to help save the lost. And they're not in the church, by the way, because the church is <laughs> under spirit of death, under the apparatus of death. How could they possibly be used in the new move except for the few who've been loyal and everybody thinks they're fine. Everybody thinks, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But they act like hell behind the scenes and they, you sense it. And, and that's, and that's not to give grace to people when they have bad days, but this is a lifestyle for some of these people. I'm like this every day, all day, by the way, ask our people over here. This is how I am all the time. I can't help but be like, I'm blunt. I'm honest. I disagree sometimes. I may disagree with them. Sometimes they get afraid to approach me, but we have conversations. We talk things out. We have a very, very loving tribe. Love our tribe back very, very much. I would hear back and but we teach them to do things God. And so 
got a saying in the sour with regard to witchcraft. He's tired of the witchcraft, first of all. And I heard the witchcraft say this. The witches and the Satanists, I hear thoughts. I heard them say, oh, my God, we can't stop them. I heard that. Oh, my God, they're too far ahead in time. We can't stop them. To which I would have to say, no, you're not ever going to be able to stop love. You're not ever going to stop love. He's the most powerful force on earth. And we also gift of love. I don't mean that to sound arrogant, so please. I do want to say, I know that my dad, my heavenly father, call him dad. Been the only dad I've had for 35 years. Loves me very, very much. And for some odd reason, very, very, very close on But I also know that in the past 35 years, every time the enemy think he's gotten the best of me, God just makes a way where there is no way. And he God, God always, this has been part of the testing I'm talking through. It's a trust test to see if I believe that God is fully in control, even though I have all these crazy bozos coming at me. I'm going to call some of them bozos because they act like clowns. They act like, some of you act like clowns with your witchcraft prayers. And you think nobody sees me. God is like, surprise, here I am in all truth. And I'm fixing to, I've already started to expose you. You're losing firepower. But for the loving and the obedient vessels of God, God's saying, I need you to watch your anger levels. Watch your frustration. Watch distractions because much of that witchcraft has now been released against you, but it's coming to a permanent end so that you won't have to deal with these types any longer. And for that, I actually find that sad body. I was really, really hoping uh, that more people, and I think that they eventually will start getting more and more free as this new move takes off, as this new move takes off. Um, but so many have been duped, and it's exactly what the Bible said would happen. It's exactly what the Bible said would happen. So I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm seeing all these things, and, and I and I remember asking them, watching the, that was my that's always been my favorite movie, Ten I would watch Moses part the, and I'd be like, God, I want to be him like him, but me, and and we're all like moving in this place now. I remember my grandfather telling us, saying, you know, Missy, you get this Bible in your spirit. You need to read it day and night. Dial that back a little bit. This is like hardcore. We just want to hunt Easter eggs, Papa. And <laughs> he really did have a, he was a man on a mission. But the whole point was he knew the times. He sensed the urgency of the times back then, 40, 45 years. And <clears> then <throat> he was right, because look at us now. And, you know, the Bible told us these things would happen. And they start coming alive all and around us. I think that's what's making the body go and run from the truth, because they just can't believe their eyes. They cannot believe what the times that they're living in. But you cannot run away from hard things. Do you? Did your parents ever teach you that? I, I, every one of us have had to face difficulty, difficult relationships, difficult circumstances, some people death, um, some people disease, some people poverty, different things that have been so hard to work through, rejection, betrayal, the list goes on and on. But you cannot run from pain. You cannot run from difficulty. My parents used to teach me, you take the bull by the horns, you get over it, and you get on with it, and you keep trucking. Because the faster you deal with it, the faster you'll be into your next level of joy because joy comes in the morning. Okay. That's what I teach our peeps. That's what I teach our peeps and our team. That's why I make them deal with things immediately. Deal with it. Deal with it. Now we're going to deal with ought now. Give up with your brother. Go deal with it. You have disagreement with me. Let's deal with it. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk things out. We're going to practice Bible. Actually, I'm going to practice this thing. That's a novel idea, right? Which brings us to Exodus 37, 1 through 38, 31. And it's talking about doing the job right. When God gives you a job, do you do it your way or try to take shortcuts and, and try to skimp on things? Or do you do it Yahweh's way? Because God's way is hard sometimes. You know that. 
It's hard. And in Israel's day, when God was rebuilding the temple, he gave specifics, specific instruction, specific requirements about how he wanted things to be rebuilt for his tabernacle. He gave Israel detailed, detailed. Are you a detailed person or an overview person? I be an overview person. I'm not good with details. So I have to ask him to order my footsteps. Psalms 37, 23. My footsteps, God. Right into victory, right into blessing, right into where you want me to be. And if something's of God, you can't stop it. That's the blessing of the whole conversation. Blessing of the ministry. It's a blessing of your gifts and callings, your blueprint, what God's called you to do. Nobody can stop Christ in you. He's going to have his way. And so I think he's just waiting for some of these clowns to take their circus somewhere else. Because God's not here to entertain us in this hour. He's here to get a job done. Do you take your job seriously and do you do it right? Especially with the new move. Because this new move is going to be a beautiful thing as people's hearts are waking up to truth and finding out how they missed the mark in past seasons of building. And God is looking for dedication in this hour. He's looking for skillful hands to ensure that his people are doing what he commanded. You know that the word command is found 17 times. You know what Exodus means? Exodus means to leave an old place for the new, to make an exodus and about face, to do things a new way in a new season for a specific reason. There's a reason why he put that word 17 times in that book. And Moses was actually faithful when he started out. Well, he pulled to Moses. And some, which is what's happening in the season where people are pulling Moses. But he started doing what God told him to do. And we see the principle of obedience being carried out. And if you know anything about obedience, it's connected to blessing. That's a great word to hear. But don't just be in it for the blessing. But if you haven't been walking in obedience, the Lord's saying, you can't expect me to bless you because obedience is the place of blessing. And outside of God's general blessing on humanity, there's covenant blessing. It's only for those in covenant and relationship with him, which also means we walk in obedience if we want to be. If you're not blessed, if your walk is stagnant, if you're having a hard time understanding where you're walking this hour, I would start with my face, on my face, for the Lord. God, do I need to repent for something? Did I miss it somewhere? Blah, blah, blah. Wherever that conversation takes you. Which brings us back to Matthew 28, 1 through 20. And it says, God's got a few. Don't be afraid because of what you don't know. Or what you can't see yet. Don't be afraid. I haven't left you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. I hear that too. Because I think that the witchcraft has been so bad and the stagnancy has been so long and the test has been so long that we're in a major trust test, by the way. Um, America's in a trust test where we're learning to take God at his word. Uh, no matter what we sense, uh, our fivefold gifting, we can't even rely on those because our fivefold giftings aren't our God, right? They're just a tool. It's a speck of God's power that he's given us to operate in. And so we're learning how to literally trust a holy God when he gives us true king's decrees through a true prophet. You know, when I was talking to you on Friday, I, I mentioned it, and I just got really excited when I revel, realized this truth because God said, Missy, if, if I send in a true prophet that you know, here's the Lord and that what they prophesy comes to pass. And I release a prophetic word to you through them. And it, it, it uh, convicts you. Spirit bears witness with the spirit of, of God from them to you. You know it's for you. He said then, I'm charged with bringing that word past. Because I watch over my word format. All words, not just the Bible, but prophetic and kairos, everything. I watch over it. If it's me, if I'm speaking it, I'm going to carry it out. I'm a man. I'm a God of my word. Are you a woman of yours? That's what I've been raised knowing. Be a man or woman of your word. Be a woman of your word. Your name is everything. 
people know you when you follow through. So I know that my father follows through. I know he's taking me out of the old and the new. And so since I know that, and all these clowns want to put on their clown show, and they want to tell me the way that they think I should go, and the Lord said, you can go to hell with your father the devil, because my daughter's going the way that I told her she would go. So is this ministry, so are the people in it. And so are all those who have been obedient when I said go. Because they've followed through and they've done things my way. Okay? So it pays to obey. I'm not saying that in an arrogant way. I'm just telling you that's what God has told me from Yahweh. So don't be afraid of your future. When you choose to come higher into the spirit of love, that means you're stepping into the same resurrection power Jesus walked in. Where all death is defeated, all poverty disease, all the things he's trying to protect you from, or any high thing that tries to lift itself up above the throne of God. Have you noticed the, the, I say this, it's the tone. That's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's the tone behind the message today. Have you noticed the tone where God's telling us, bam, 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 bam. This is what's happening here. This is what's happening here. This is what I'm going to do over here. And he's trying to get you to trust him. He's trying to get you to take him seriously. The God of the Lord, did your dad ever use that tone with you? I knew him. I knew the different tones of my dad, my earthly dad. Dad, I knew when he was joking. I knew when he was being sarcastic. I knew when he was kind of halfway chiding me. He was making sarcastic chides at me, like when I disobeyed, like, yeah, don't, don't be like me. And and I knew when he was disciplining me, when you heard your full name called out, Melissa Ray, huh? <gasps> when you heard the full name, you knew you were in deep redemption. <laughs> oh, don't say that out loud. <laughs> My friends will know I'm in trouble. Please don't. I don't care what your friends think. I don't care. Yes, sir. Sir. I'm not keeping up with the Joneses. Like, <laughs> yes, sir. And then you try to have you, okay, I'm going to say this. Have you ever had those conversations with your parents before? And your parents said something you do. They were really, really mad at you. And um, you were trying to keep yourself from laughing. My coping mechanism is to laugh, by the way, when I'm nervous. That, that horrible thing to have. So my dad is giving me like, he's like talking to me and, and having this. And my lip starts to quiver. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to think I'm laughing at him. And then I'm going to be in even more trouble. And so I'm doing this. And he goes, well, what are you looking at me like that for? And I said, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> We're good. We're good. And he said, you think that's funny, don't you? <laughs> and you bust out laughing. I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> the moment light, although it wasn't. And then you get in worse trouble. You ever had those moments? You don't want to do that with God in this hour, by the way. I don't mean to make a lot of this, but that was funny. That's what did happen to me as a kid, because I was a goofy kid. I was a very goofy kid. But, you know, sincerely, back into the message, this is an hour. I mean, God does. He's got a great sense of humor when you're in alignment with him and he's developing a relationship. But there are those moments in those seasons where he's like, I need you to listen to me. And you need to hear that tone and you need to take him and take him at his word. God tells you he's going to do something, and he warns us, hey, if you do this, you're going to get this. Take him seriously. This is that season. Take him doing it further separating, and he's been doing it now for a few Don't get, what do you say, disqualified because of your own disobedience. So becoming seated beside Christ in ruling and reigning ability is why God wanted us to take our seat to begin with. In love, through love, to cast down those high things of witchcraft. Or the flesh, why he wanted us to get free from ourselves, he wanted us to be seated beside him. And that's where his glory serves as a supernatural armor in love to stop all the assaults of the devil. He didn't just tell you to get free, to give you more things to do, he did it with a specific reason. So now we have 75 to 80 percent of the body demanding the right to stand or death, and they're still touchable to the devil. 
And I, I just, I cringe. I really, really cringe because I knew this is what was going to happen. I knew this was what was going to happen. And when I first started this podcast, I started this at the very, very beginning. I had leaders telling me, oh, right, you're going to change the whole body. You're going to change the whole body. To which I had to reply, nope. That's not what God told me to do. I think God was hoping that some of these people would choose to listen for once instead of him having to come into these hard ramifications. Because I just was speaking whatever God told me to say to hopefully draw obedient vessels back to love, back into all That's my only job. That's my only job. I'm not trying to talk you into anything. That's your choice. Every one of you have, have free will. You can choose to obey or disobey. You can discount me. I will not be hurt. I will not walk away hurt. But I'm telling you, every single thing that he's been showing me has been coming to pass. And it's like, wow, this is unfolding. And so now we're on the other side of this conversation. And it's funny to me how those same leaders are now desperate to find out what we know how God showed us to do it, those same leaders are, ones, some of them are trying to sabotage the ministry and the fear, disobedience that have coming up alongside of us. And some of you have even tried to come through the back door and the Lord's saying, I'm not going to let you come near me without honor. You demand to be honored. And they're like, well, who do you think you are, you little whippersnapper? Well, that's the place of honor is where you, Try to respect other people like you yourself would want to be respected. These are the things that God is saying is wrong with the church. It's wrong with leadership. Sight source people, you honor the revelation of God on other people's vessels. That's part of honor. He's getting us back to honor, back to the basics of love. It starts with honor. Honor is the key to get you into any door. You understand? Don't sneak into the back door acting like you're at Venezuela. I'm just using that because that's what happened to us. And then the Lord showed us who they were. And it's, it's like it makes you look foolish. It makes people disrespect you. But this is what God is saying. For you leaders who scoffed at me in past seasons, this is what I'm saying to you now. I'm about to swallow you up, Cora, for scoffing at me when you knew I was in the room, when you knew truth was in the room, says the Lord. You knew you were watching a holy climb. And you too could have participated, but now I'll swallow you up with your own evil. Because true love will not be mocked, nor will God when we decide to sit on his throne. He didn't call us to sit in his seat, says the Lord. He only called us to sit beside him in obedience instead of our flesh. See, flesh will get you in trouble when you try to sneak in through the back door. That's what's getting a lot of people disqualified. But the obedient, as we wrap this up today, I know this has gone a little bit long. We're almost wrapping it up. Your days will be long in the land, says the Lord. You'll never see death for that disobedient. Uh, but that the disobedient are now stepping into because God is a good God and a God of happy endings for those who believe. We're saying, trust me. He is our Lord. And he has all authority under heaven and earth. And he promises to go with us wherever we go. But we must be faithful in all things. We're wrapping up with Psalms 34, 11 through 22. And it talks about God being a God being in all circumstances. Are you a bull? If you know anything about this Psalm, it was talking about David and how David knew what a great teacher God was and how he had learned to obey him. David knew being teachable would bring him good days. And so David urged the people around him to call upon God in times of trouble. And because he also knew God, and he knew God knew his past, past choices, how those choices had affected him. It's never too late to allow God to give. It may not be plan A. It Maybe plan B, but you'll at least be aligned. And that's better than having lost your life in the earth and wasting your 
Because David knew the teacher, and he learned from the teacher about circumstances of, of disobedience. Yet he never stopped following because he was a man. And sometimes I think that we can be so full of ourselves because of success or because of the things that we think that we've accomplished or the things that uh, we've made happen in our lives without realizing only the Lord opens doors for sometimes you can force those doors open but you always get always almost always get an ishman but those successes sometimes make people think or forget that god is the one who places us into those positions to those ruling reigning positions david do this he'd fought the sauls of his life um he knew god knew this as well he knew God knew when Saul was chasing him. God knew uh, when his family was in rebellion. But God also knew the cause of all that. Not for Saul's rebellion, but for his obedience. So he chastised David because David was the one who opened the door. But he never got bitter. He never got angry. He remained teachable. Especially during his judgment, difficult. So David remained God faithful. Faithful. Are you? Which leads us as we wrap up today, Proverbs 10. And you know, it, it's interesting. <clears throat> Father, we take authority over all ways these clowns are trying to mess with the anointing today. Bless their head, their hand. I'm going to bless you. I'm not going to curse you like you're trying to curse me. Curse what God is. What I deal with for the last three months. And they wonder why they're. We bless their head, hand, their narcissism. God says, it's almost over. About to pull. Proverbs 9 9 through 10. This is what it states Give instruction to a wise man, and he'll be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he'll increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's a holy respect. For Not just thinking because you've sat in a pew for 50 years. A lot of you act like you're 10. But the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Let me repeat that. The knowledge of the holy is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of It's honor. Honoring them. Thinking that just because you God's church, don't assume you know him. We, my opinion. And so that's why God has to be number one things. Because not everybody's going with you. Not everybody can go with you where God wants to take you if he's taking you. You've got to get used to it. Some of you have a habit. With the utmost of respect, you have a habit of either trying to barge into places with dishonor, thinking, I've, I've had somebody tell me it's blasphemy to God, that they're an angel of the Lord. No, there's only one angel of the Lord. Don't say stuff like that. It makes you foolish. It's foolishness. That's deception. So, no, we're not, I'm not opening my, I'm guarding the, but, then we have people trying to come in with dishonor. There are so many crazy mindsets right now. And it's really hurt. And it's out of um, dysfunction and wrong teaching. Then some people are subjecting themselves to Balaam's prophets. And they're going further down into a, a, a grave and a ditch. And I'm thinking, Lord, people. But that's because people... Welcome to do it with us. We'd love to have you. Go over to Ezekiel'sWorld.org. Uh, we do start you off in honor. Free. Charge you $25. Usually give 10 Trying to get you to connect with you. So you may disagree. That's what God told me to do. Right? It's a great vetting tool. Disagree. But it's to keep you connected. Because once you get in, we have a you. Lots of videos. 
help train, help you get. And we also offer live the link three days a week. Help you move. But God's got a very specific way. He's trading at people's power. Best part of it is what's done with this part of the test. The clown show will be. So I'm so looking for. So looking. Anyhow, you guys be blessed. Go have yourself a great Valentine's. Get yourself some chocolate. Um, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing you Friday. We can continue the. Okay. I love you guys. See you then. Bye bye.